my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to turn your lunch break into a mini daily vacation. This episode is first airing in January, which is a month when a lot of us think about resolutions. And some of these resolutions seem like a lot of hard work. But resolving to make more of your lunch hour can actually be quite a bit of fun. The first step, well, take a lunch break. In some jobs, this is contractually built in, but in others, it's a lot more nebulous. Sometimes people imagine that they're scoring points by staying at their desks all day. But in reality, we all take breaks, whether they're conscious or unconscious. If you don't take a real break, your brain will take a fake one as you start reading the same emails over and over again, and then mysteriously find yourself perusing cat videos on YouTube. Better to actually get away from your desk for a bit. Then there's the question of what you do during your lunch break. Most people do consume food, though if you want to use your lunch break completely for something else, it can be okay to eat at your desk later. I would argue against grabbing the same food from the same quick-serve place next to your office daily. Instead, really think about what could make this meal special. Maybe once a week you go out somewhere decent with your favorite colleagues. Maybe once every other week you invite a colleague you don't know well but would like to get to know. You could also arrange to meet a friend or your spouse once every other week or two for a midday meal that will definitely feel like the day's highlight. If you're watching your budget, you can, of course, bring food for these lunches, but even so, try to make it special. A picnic with a friend in the park some Wednesday noon is going to feel like a real treat. Of course, some days you might prefer to eat quickly so you can do other things. There are several other options for feeling like lunch is a mini vacation. One is to get some exercise. You can go for a 20 to 30 minute walk with a friend or colleague or someone you're mentoring or just by yourself if you'd like to clear your head. You'll definitely return refreshed. If you've got access to a gym, you could go once or twice a week to take a favorite class. Just take a shorter lunch break on the other days or do some serious strength training. A 20-minute circuit, three times a week, could get you back in time, and would check off this exercise box that even a lot of people who do regular aerobic activity tend to skip. I'm a big fan of reading at lunch. 
If you suspect people will bother you if you sit at your desk with a book, well, go elsewhere. A park, a nearby coffee shop, your car. Squeezing in an extra 25 minutes of reading each workday is an extra two hours each week. Since most books only take about four hours or so to read, that can buy you an extra 24 books a year right there. You could also do creative work. Some things, like painting, take a lot of equipment and time to set up, so you might not do that. But that's not the case for sketching or cross-stitching. Or you could write. 25 minutes might not seem like much, but you might be able to get in 300 words or so during this time. If you do, at that pace, you'll be able to write a book in a year. A lunch break could also be a time for reflective or spiritual activities. Meditating or praying can make you feel more centered. Some houses of worship near business districts have short midday services. Or you might be able to squeeze in some volunteering by doing short online mentoring sessions. And of course, you can combine all of these. The key is to actually think about it ahead of time. Longtime listeners know that I am a big fan of planning our weeks before we are in them. Friday afternoons, as you are thinking about the upcoming week's priorities, look at your schedule and map out your lunch breaks. Maybe on Monday, you and a friend who works nearby meet for lunch. On Tuesday, you go to a 30-minute yoga class. On Wednesday and Thursday, you read. On Friday, you go for a walk with a favorite colleague. Each day is a vacation in its own way. It's possible that all these planned lunch breaks won't happen. Work and personal emergencies might come up. But if you've planned cool stuff every day, it's okay. You'll still get to do most of them. And it will be pretty hard to have a bad week if that's the case. If you use your lunch break for something fun, I'd love to hear about it. You can let me know your lunch break plans at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip 
at discoverpuertorico.com.